0: Uh, Well, very good morning to you uh, and welcome to our virtual service from St. John's. Uh, Obviously we're not in the church uh, just yet, this is my study, Uh, but you're most welcome to join us for our time together. Um, If you're joining us for the first time, my name is Matt Luff and I've been the vicar here for about four years and you're most welcome to sort of make contact with us uh, through our website, phone us up, see how things are going. We'd love to sort of share uh, our our journey with you. Um, We've been following the book of uh, the second letter to Timothy, Uh, which is a a really helpful little letter and we're sort of winding that up today uh, with a thought about I wonder how we can find peace, how we can know uh, peace in all sorts of situations. So That's, I hope, a helpful thing to be looking at. Uh, But but first, we've got a little bit of housekeeping. Um, First of all, um, yes, we are working on reopening church for regular worship. And I've included a little video just to show people, just to get a sense of expectations uh, for people. I've got included a little video today um, about uh, what it looks like at the moment. And it might change, but uh, we need to work on that. And um, we've got some things to adapt to uh, in order to sort of comply and to make it as safe as possible for everybody who comes. Um, So that's important and we need to work that out. Um, Also, tonight we've got a prayer meeting. Uh, I'll be thinking a little bit about um, uh, prayers of Thanksgiving, uh, um, and also that we'll be sharing a time of prayer through our Zoom uh, Zoom prayer meeting, which will be collective, and then breaking out into little rooms. So you know what to expect. You might be praying with two or three others for a bit, and then as part of a larger group. And then on Wednesday uh, we have a virtual coffee, um, and I would normally do a devotion, but um, I've got a I've got a meeting a zoom meeting that overlaps into the into the start of that coffee meeting this week so uh, i will write my devotion and send it in advance for people if we want to to share it together then and i will see you in the later half of wednesday's coffee so i hope that's helpful uh, a little bit about uh, a little bit about what's going on uh, in the southbourne area of west sussex anyway it is good to sort of start off together with um, thinking about god's word and how he's sustaining us through all of this and i found psalm 25 Uh, was a good thought for us to begin today. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. But they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. you are God my saviour and my hope is in you all day long. Heavenly Father we thank you for the time that we share together uh, and for the bonds of love that join us and we pray that as a fellowship together we would be reminded uh, that you are with us in all things, that you are faithful, you promise us that you will be with us always. Amen.
1: Today's reading is taken from 2 2 Timothy 4 verses 9 to 22. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Um, Paul's final words. Timothy, please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonia. Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus has gone to Dalmatia only Luke is with me. Bring Mark when you with you when you come for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come be sure to bring the coat I left with Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything. We said, The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and gave me strength, so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear. And he rescued me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God for ever and ever. Amen. Paul's final greetings. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila and those in the household of Onypheus. Or- Erastus stayed at Corinth and I left Tromofius sick at Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Ebulus sends you greetings, and so do Prudence, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with your spirit, and may his grace be with, you, with all of you.
0: Well, I'd like to thank Sarah for a reading and apologise in advance that I gave a, quite a, a reading quite, quite a lot of difficult um, <laughs> names. I should have should have been a bit, bit of a meanie. Sorry. Uh, but um, yes, we've got a, a really interesting way that Paul ends his uh, letter to Timothy. Um, now, let's remember that the letter has been written to encourage Timothy and get Timothy to bring to him his scrolls and his cloak. Um, they're mentioned here, but essentially the, the letter is about... Timothy will you come and sort me, uh, help me out please uh, I want to see you again you are a dear friend and brother in Christ and I, I want to meet with you one more time. Um, we also know that as Mike finished uh, with last week Paul knows that his death is imminent uh, and at some point he will be executed. He's appeared uh, before, he's had a trial, he's appeared before the Romans and um, it doesn't look good for him and he knows it. So he says that he's, he's been poured out like a blood offering. So he sees the sacrifice that he is going to have to make. And it's a very poignant and, and difficult um, letter and, and stage of anybody's life, to be honest. Um, one of the things that struck us about this, this whole pandemic, and in fact, actually other events around the world, let's not ignore uh, some of the situations with Black Lives Matter and some of the issues, you, know, you don't always get uh, to end well. Uh, and one of the things is how can we have a sense of peace about that I, I i was wondering about that as i read this letter paul is able to prepare for this but as we unpack well, i think we'll see that there's more going on uh, in the end there so first of all the first few verses are 9 through to sort of 16 17 um paul is just sort of laying out if you like setting his affairs in order if you like if timothy's going to pick up these pieces um, then yeah, and and pick up from where Paul is leaving off uh, then what are the things he needs to be aware of and you can see that some of the central people he identifies where they are where they've gone to what they're up to and what sort of what you know, what they've been what they've been like for him if you like we notice for example that mark in verse 11 is mentioned and that's really encouraging isn't it that because uh, paul fell out with barnabas over whether or not mark was any use to have around and here we find here that mark is Helpful to Paul in his ministry. That there's been a real sense of restoration, and that's that's an encouraging thing, isn't it? That we see uh, going on there, and, and we see that various other people are doing various other things. And significantly, uh, Tychicus, Tychicus <laughs> uh, has been sent to Ephesus because that's where Timothy is, and he wants Timothy to come back from. And that um, I think Paul was arrested at Troas. or had to sca- had to escape from Troas quite quickly. So quickly. So that's why he. Uh, left his cloak there uh, with Carpus and uh, the scrolls and parchments are evidently really important particularly the parchments uh, because they are sort of likely to have been early copies of of manuscripts obviously we know from other letters that Paul had met the disciples and had a sense of the sort of the the gospel but we also know that Paul was able to work out the gospel as well for himself and the, the consistency between the two it is really important but he obviously had some early copies of something uh, that, that we would have taken the Gospels from so those are really important so there's a sense isn't there if, if Paul is ending well he's identity you know he's identifying handing things over uh, and he's also saying these would bring me comfort uh, these things are being would bring me comfort and that's a really important dynamic actually isn't it what sorts of things can I hand over to other people what sorts of things do i need to to bring me a little bit of comfort in some of the situations i'm in one of the lovely things that we've been able to do is bring a little bit of comfort to people uh, who are struggling or sort of finding this a bit of a difficult journey and also take and sometimes take things from people um, so that they don't have to worry about them so that's been quite important Uh, and that's an important element isn't it of of showing god's love to one another it goes a little bit deeper um, Paul warns Timothy that Alexander the metalworker, could be waiting for him and you need to be on your guard Timothy because he caused a great deal of harm um, uh, against him. He opposes the Gospel message and Timothy will have to pass through that territory if indeed he's to return with Paul's stuff. So it, it, that's important, isn't it? Just making sure that the people around him are aware of, of, of the situation. Setting, if you like, your affairs in order. This is to go this way. This is to go that way. That's the state of play here, and I think that's really helpful. But one of the things I find really significant in reading these two paragraphs is um, just this sense of peace. If we look at about three of these people, Damas deserted Paul. So whatever um, so, so whatever hopes Paul had for Damas and the ministry that uh, that Damas had sort of initially undertaken. He's deserted him, and so that he must have a sense of disappointment there. Obviously, then, we've, of course, we've got Alexander, the metal worker, who, who yeah, really opposed Paul, made his life really difficult, and caused a lot of harm and damage to him. Uh, and that's quite, that's quite important, isn't it? Paul admits, you know, he did me a great deal of harm. But what he's done is he's handed that over. The Lord will deal with that. And I think that's really, really important because we see it again. Um, When Paul was on trial, Roman law allowed uh, uh, anybody who was accused to have some friends stand by them uh, to sort of support them and be their friends and advocates. Um, But Paul writes here in verse 16, at my first events, no one came to my support. No one. I I was left dangling. I was isolated. In fact, the word he used is abandoned. It's the same word um, that Jesus uses from the cross. Why have you abandoned me? And it must have been very difficult. Must have been heartbreaking. Must have been really, really um, difficult. But what Paul doesn't do, he doesn't seem to hold on to it. He seems to have handed it over. These things, they're not mine to worry about. I can't bear this. I can't bear the pain of them anymore. But I've given them over. In verse 17, uh, in verse 16, sorry, he says, "May it not be held against them." So Paul's, part, Paul's handing over doesn't just include sort of knowledge about what's going on but it also is that sort of release of forgiveness for those people who may have felt that they would let him down but also um, Paul being able to say I, I'm not carrying that anymore that's not mine that's not mine to deal with anymore and the reason he can do that does come uh, in verse 17 the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength all through his life Paul knew that Jesus was with him from that moment where he turned to say I will follow this this Lord I will follow you Lord Jesus he knew that God would be with him and here he speaks very powerfully about the presence of Jesus giving him courage that Christ was so close to him that he had courage to, to withstand and stand up through uh, the things that he was going through a trial in front of the Roman emperor with none of your friends there you know, that's, that's, those are quite powerful things and I, I think we all sort of face moments of deep darkness and aloneness sometimes and and disappointment and, and yet there is Christ who Paul earlier declared will be faithful. He will not disown himself. If he said he's going to be faithful to you, he will be faithful. It gave him strength. And I think that's really encouraging, isn't it? Because Paul recognises how uh, that's happened. He's been able to uh, endure and be seen, passed through these difficult things. He's delivered from the lion's mouth and because of that he knows the Lord will rescue him from every evil attack. Now that doesn't mean Paul thinks he's going to get away from this death sentence but it does mean that he's not going to succumb. He's not going to give in to, to, to the, the work of the enemy to undermine uh, the work of the enemy, to cause fear, to cause disappointment, to say you know to to, to cause create doubt that's what the enemy does did god really say these things well actually those are lies of the enemy paul has the courage because he knows that jesus will be with him and will help him endure through these things and then this lovely image that he has that goes that does go beyond his immediate situation and he will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom Paul has an assurance, he's, he's encountered like the manifest light that is Jesus Christ. He's heard the voice of God, he's been encouraged by endlessly uh, through all of these trials that he's lived through in trying to proclaim this good news to the world and he knows where he is heading. I think these are really powerful verses uh, but i'm mostly struck by the sense of peace that paul has from it one of the things i suppose is that if we want to uh, end well to have this sense of peace at the end um, then it's upon us to have that exhibit and live in that peace um, every day until that point that's what we're given uh, to do Paul ends this letter with, you know, the Lord be with your spirit, Timothy. That every part of your life, every part of your being would would have that that sense of God's closeness with you. And so therefore that access to the peace of God, the peace of God which passes all understanding. And then he blesses the church. Grace be with you all. So he's got a message for Timothy and he's got a message for the church, grace be with you. And that sense of peace that he has lived with is something that he wants to then share. Because if you've experienced the love of God, you don't want to keep it for yourself. You want other people to be able to live in that freedom and that peace, whatever the circumstances are, so that they might know God too. Because... He is the one who will bring us safely to his heavenly kingdom. And he is the one who is promised to be with us always until we get there. So I find this this thing going on really, that Paul is able to hand over not just the practical stuff of life, but the, the difficult stuff, the tricky stuff, the emotional stuff, the things that might make us bitter and despondent. Those things he hands over. But what he also gives away is this lovely sense of god's peace this lovely witness of jesus being with him and the strength and the courage and the love that that promotes in us so i think about those things um i find this letter quite poignant i wonder am i the kind of person who could can let stuff go can give stuff to god not just to say it's meaningless but to say you know what god this is too big for me you handle it I wonder if I'm the kind of person who could say, Ashley, you know, I know where this is going. There's an end to this and I can't see it, but I know where it's going. And I think those are important things to hold on to because we all need peace. We were made to have peace with God and we can endure it, uh, and we can enjoy it and therefore endure the things around us sometimes when it's with us it comes from knowing that god is with me shall we pray father thank you so much for the important things that paul left with timothy and the things that we have learned as a result thank you that you've called us to be a people of peace a people of love a people of faith and so lord we just pray that you would be amongst us things that are difficult We would give to you things that we need to receive, we would experience, Lord. That the love amongst us would be practical, caring, and deep. That it would encourage our spirits and share your grace.
2: Amen. Let's pray together. Father, It's so easy to be aware of the need, brokenness, fear, hatred and violence in our world. Father, we lift to you the concerns of our world now. Father, we realize that change needs to begin with us. Forgive us when we have acted or spoken selfishly or hastily or have behaved inappropriately in any way. Instead, would you help us to be and become the people that we yearn to be, people who truly represent you well and reflect something of your goodness back into your world. Help us to be peacemakers, instruments of your peace to our families, loved ones friends colleagues and neighbours protect us from being influenced by our culture and remind and encourage us of the great calling you have placed on our lives as those created and recreated through christ in your image help us to be courageous carriers of your gospel to show genuine love gentleness self-control humility honesty, care, forgiveness, faithfulness and joy to one another and to the people that we love and meet. Change and transform us, Father, by your Spirit. Help us to see the beauty in your world and to rejoice in it. Help us to savour and rejoice in your creation. Help us to rejoice in a kind word spoken to us by either a friend or a stranger. And help us to rejoice in the knowledge that nothing can separate us from your love. We bring all this to you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: I, uh, I, I thought this confession would be quite useful. It's, we're going to have a short time. where I've, We've been sharing an agape meal, uh, which is, it's not quite communion, but it is bread and wine in Jesus' name. But I think it's a good idea to um, remember who we are and what we're like. And um, so this confession would, would help me, and I think it would help anyone, really. All my, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have wandered and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. And we have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts we have offended against your holy laws we have left undone those things that we ought to have done and we have done those things that we ought not to have done and there is no health in us but you O lord have mercy upon us sinners spare those who confess their faults restore those who are penitent according to your promises declare to mankind in christ jesus our lord And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may live a disciplined, righteous and godly life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. May the Lord enrich you with his grace, nourish you with his blessing. The Lord defend you in trouble and keep you from all evil. The Lord accept your prayers and absolve you from your offences. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Paul wrote to the church at Colossae, As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. As we drink this wine and we break bread together, we remember that Jesus gave his life for us, that his blood shed for us absolves us and washes us of sin, and that his life feeds and nourishes us. Amen. So shall we close with the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore.